Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here to share with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA investing system, and more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. It was another eventful day for our markets today. We started higher right out of the gate this morning before we got a brief dip negative for our major indexes, and then it was off to the races after that as we got president the president's press conference today, and it was a strong conference, and the market really appeared to love the action right away, getting to the highs of the day during the conference. They just continued to go on and on, answering every question that was out there. It was a strong, strong conference, and it was much needed after yesterday's very somber press conference at, at the end of the day yesterday, where it appeared that Trump and the team were finally trying to get ahead of the virus in terms of managing expectations. Uh, they really haven't been able to get in front of it until this point. Trump said yesterday that we can see this last until July or August. And Dr. Fauci actually cut him off to say that that's the worst case scenario. All right. That is, you know, what he sees. And, you know, that is America's doctor right there. That's the guy to listen to. So at the time, the market sold off yesterday. But I think in my view, it took a lot of people and encouraged them to take this seriously and to know that the government is truly taking this seriously. And I think you saw some of that positivity in, in the future trading last night and especially before this morning. And then during today's conference, it was announced that the Treasury is looking into a 90-day extension on tax payments as well as a potential $1,000 payment to American households and individuals to aid in relief. Folks, to us, this has been a highly compressed version of what we saw in 2008-2009. What happened in six to eight months is now happening in four to six weeks. You know, as it goes, the rate of technology, Moore's Law, Wright's Law, that it continues to happen faster and faster. That's what we're seeing here. The move is happening faster and faster. But what happened in 08-09 was that the markets forced the governments to act. And the markets continued to go down until it got the government's attention, until it got the Treasury's attention, the Federal Reserve's attention, got Congress's attention, and ultimately the President's attention, which forced them to act. Today's action and the action that we've been seeing in the market, we see that as a very similar sign there that it is sending a message that the government needs to take this seriously. The president has to take this seriously. The Treasury, the Fed, all need to take this seriously, which is why the action we saw today is the market sending a message that is believing that they are taking this seriously. And that's our theme going forward from here. As Kip mentioned yesterday and to our members today, this will now bring us to quantitative easing number four. And based off what we know from quantitative easing, the Fed has a perfect track record of bringing the market back. In the three previous scenarios, they, they were able to raise stock prices, and that's when the old adage comes into play. Do not fight the Fed. They're undefeated to date when it comes to rising stock prices. And we see today's action as an example that the market believes that, again, the Federal Reserve is taking this seriously. Congress, the president, uh, the Treasury, the treasuries, they're all taking this very seriously. We're seeing the actions of that right now. And we saw it in today's market action. So let's take a look at this. We almost closed at the highs of the day. Uh, the NASDAQ led the way today. 
And that's just what we want to see, tech leading the way. And here's the most important point of that. Semis were up 9.85% on the SOX index. Semis lead tech, and tech leads the market. That's just what we want to see. The NASDAQ led the way 6.23% higher today to 7,334. We were followed there by the S&P 500 up a full 6% on the day to 2,529. Followed there by the Dow Jones having a nice 1,000-point rally today up 5.2% to 21,237. And lastly here was actually our biggest winner on the day, which was the Russell 2000. It's been beat up badly, worse than our other indexes have been, most beaten up here, up a nice 6.67% to 1,106. Looking at our internals on the day, this is another important point here. We're actually seeing a continued improvement in the internals, and that was really marked from yesterday's. Yesterday was the worst day since 1987, but check this out. We actually got better internal readings yesterday than we did last Thursday. We see that as a huge positive here. Um, the, that fact is is a big theme in our in our technical analysis going forward, and today we got some pretty solid numbers again. Advances beating out declines, almost two to one positive, not quite. New highs to new lows do continue to lag, and this is going to take some time to catch back up with how badly stocks have been beaten up. Roughly 120 to 1 negative there, but the numbers make it sound worse than it really is. Lastly, volume finishing positive, over 2 to 1 positive on the day, so strong day there. And that brings me to probably what is the most important thing that we saw today, and that was in the action from our sectors. Utilities had their best day since 2008, up 13.5%. Folks, this is the market taking a huge sigh of relief here. This is telling us our utilities are not going to implode. We will be okay. If the market didn't see the fiscal and monetary response we saw, and if utilities continued to head lower, it'd be telling us that we have a real systemic debt crisis on our hands. If utilities implode, it's game over. They're the biggest borrowers in the country. That is hugely important to see what we saw there today. Great action from the utilities, and that is a huge piece of what we're building on right now. We were followed there by consumer staples. Uh, By the way, all 11 of our S&P 500 sectors were higher on the day, even energy, despite oil continuing to fall, which I'll touch on here more in a second, followed there by real estate. And we continue to hear from lenders and those in the industry that they are overwhelmed with demand right now. People trying to refinance their homes. That's great. Got lower rates. That's what we want to see. People buying new homes. That is what we want to see. The real estate is, the, is a large part of this economy, and it is very different from 2008, where we saw real estate was basically in a recession already. It led the market lower. Now, its strength here and the demand for real estate tells us, once again, this is not a financial crisis. This is, this is a, 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 uh, obviously a coronavirus crisis, um, which in some ways is you know just gives us some hope some strength there that the underlying fundamentals of this economy remain strong we're followed there by technology and materials 
and our laggards on the day, if you want to call them that, were energy still up 0.72%, communication services up almost 4%, consumer discretionary up over 4% on the day. Finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Gold is higher now on the day, but the real story here is that the miners had another strong day today after being up over 18% yesterday in GDX, which is the, the primary miner stock there, the ETF. Um, another strong day here today, up 13.38%, which does bring me back to my comments about QE from earlier in 2008. After the first round of quantitative easing, the gold and silver miners went absolutely parabolic. They had 276% in gains in just over three years after that, from 2008 to 2011. Now that QE4 has been confirmed, we expect a massive move in both precious metals and miners over the next several years, a move that we're certainly going to capitalize on and, and want you to be in as well here. Gold now up today 2.86% to 1,529 an ounce. Silver has been hit hard, down again today 1.4% to $12.63 an ounce. That is a big move lower for gold. We were just at you know 19 a month ago. Just just under 19 a month ago. Uh, so, you know, rough there, but we stay hopeful looking forward. Copper down as well, 3.33% to $2.31 a pound. Oil, like I mentioned earlier, continues to fall down 6% today to $27.25 a barrel. And lastly here, Bitcoin, which, you know, a lot of people saw it as a safe haven, thought that uh, it would work out well, down from its highs it was at 10000 a month ago, now down uh, to 5434 but that is up 10% on the day-to-day -day for Bitcoin, so not bad there. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. We'd love to have you with us, especially during this time. We're here for you. Send any questions that you have our way. We love receiving them. We were, we're here to help. Um, while you're at it, sign up for our 14-day free trial uh, and feel free to reach out anytime, folks. We're here. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.